I bring you God's grace and mercy and peace in his holy and majestic name. The word of God which engages us does come from that book of uh, John chapter 14. As we center ourselves and begin this time of a proclamation for today, I invite you to please fold your hands and start with a prayer with me. Heavenly Father, we are grateful that you have gathered us here today. We ask your blessing and your benediction on our time in the word that today it might be encouraging in our turn our hearts to greater faithfulness to you. Uh, Lord, maybe those in this room gathered together with uh, some sort of sin that is weighing on them. Maybe it's something in the past that is tentacles even now into the present moment. Lord, maybe we got into a fight on the way over to church for today or maybe it's some whisper uh, that you are calling out in our ears for what is upcoming. Lord, in all of these moments, we ask you to banish any doubts or distractions that today we might hear that clear and confident voice of Christ, who is our author of salvation. We beg you to answer this with a yes for the sake of your son Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. So today, we are living rooted in Jesus. Uh, you see that little mission statement as we work our way through the sermon series here at St. Paul. It's on the front cover of your bulletins. It's here on the screens behind me, and soon it might even be on our campus. But the more we look at this, the more we see how God is already doing these things here in our midst for today. You know, Pastor Anderson preached on the, uh, the first half of this mission statement last week. If you missed it, you got to go back and watch it. It is a good one. It's a great one. But also it talks about our life together here at St. Paul. We are equipping every generation to live rooted in Jesus. And last week, we looked at how God is faithful from generation to generation. There's nothing new under the sun. Humans keep making mistakes. I make mistakes. My kids make mistakes. My parents make mistakes. My great-grandparents make mistakes all the way back to Adam and Eve. And yet God is faithful. He's not going to drop the ball or fail us. He shows love to a thousand generations. Uh, but today, we're going to look at what it means to live rooted in uh, Jesus. My friends, I'm going to contend, argue, and hopefully persuade as I proclaim that these words change lives for all of eternity. Uh, this is the fundamental identity of what it means not only to live here at St. Paul, uh, but really what that Christian life is all about. Uh, my friends, we need these words, uh, Jesus Christ and nothing else. Uh, to get us into our conversation for today and hopefully to illustrate my point, I want to use an example uh, that perhaps some of you have seen before. Uh, there was an older comedian, now at least, and his name is uh, Bob Newhart. If some of you know who I'm talking about, okay. Uh, don't Google him now, I'm watching you. But after the service, feel free to look him up on YouTube. Bob Newhart has this skit that I think introduces our thought for today. It opens up like this where Bob is a doctor and he is talking someone through the life-changing event that can happen with just two simple words. So it starts off like this. Someone comes into his office and Bob says, yes, come in, come in, come in. And the person waltzes into his office, and, and Bob says, welcome, what can I do you for? And the other person, who is now standing over here, says, well, Doc, I, I got this big problem. You see, I'm scared. I got a phobia. I'm terrified of being buried alive in a box. Can you do anything to help me? 
Hmm, Bob says. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Well, all right, we're going to keep this short, he says. It's, it's going to be really simple, he says. Do you hang out with people that bury others in boxes? No, 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 I don't do that. Okay. Uh, do you frequent graveyards? No, 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 I don't do that. All right, Bob says, I got two words that are going to change your life forever. Here they are, he says. He says, stop it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're not going to hang around those people. You're not going to be buried alive in a box. Just stop it. And for the next five minutes, he goes on this berating tour telling this person to stop it. Wouldn't that be great if our lives worked just like that? If we could look at our moral failings, our character flaws, and just say, you know, Jacob, just stop it. Just stop it. Don't do those things anymore. Focus on Christ and him alone. But you know as well as I do, that's not how life works. These sins, these temptations, these whispers from Satan sneak up into our ears and in our lives when we least expect it. And God gives us two words for today that are going to change our lives. They're not stop it, but rather they're Jesus Christ and the gospel. This is what it means to live rooted in Jesus. It's that way from the very beginning to the very end. We, so you see, we don't start with God's uh, promises over here and then end with our performance. We don't start with Jesus and then arrive at perfection because of ourselves. No, it's Jesus the entire way through. So I ask you here today, what are those character flaws in your life? Where are those moral failings? Where are those whispers that Satan keeps having conversations with you about? What can the gospel change for you today? Maybe when you come here for today, you're someone that has burdens that have been placed on you that are so difficult to bear. This gathering space reminds you of loved ones or friends that are no longer here anymore. Maybe you approach family gatherings and you have an overly critical spirit. Maybe you're someone who doesn't like to spend time with your family and your friends. Uh, come on now, if you want to get something more out of this sermon, then all right, I, I clocked in and I, and I clocked out. You need to be honest with yourself for a moment. Are you a dishonest person? Are you a binge eater, binge drinker, binge spender? Is there something in your past that you just can't quite let go of? Well, my friends in Jesus, there are two words that will fix your life for today, and it's Jesus Christ. He comes in the Holy Gospel reading for today, and in John chapter 14, Jesus shows us what this life looks like. Jesus has several different times in the Holy Scriptures where he says, I am special things. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the door. And today he says, I am the vine. And he says, my people are the branches. You hear today. He says, when you're connected to him, you have life and salvation. You have it abundantly, but apart from him, there can be nothing. And this is the constant reminder that God's people need every single day of their lives. I am convinced that human souls don't need words of condemnation. We need words of affirmation. That Christ came and you are rooted in him. You know, one of his friends, the Apostle Paul, his disciple, really picked up on this theme that I want to linger on for just a moment for today. Uh, the Apostle Paul writes that letter that we heard uh, Pastor Anderson read from this book of Colossians. 
And as St. Paul is writing this letter for today, if you know anything about him, uh, he had a very difficult life. And yet this guy, (laughs) he still continued to say, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say it, rejoice. He's the guy that says, we are rooted in Christ Jesus always. He is the guy that says, don't worry about anything. He is the guy that reminds us of our address change. But this fellow named the Apostle Paul had anything but an easy life. For you see, as some of you even know, the Holy Scriptures tell us what Paul was about. In the book of Acts, we hear about an assassination attempt that was made on the man's life. After uh, that, he was put in prison for preaching the gospel. He got put on some ship to stand trial. He got shipwrecked on some random island named Malta. And when he writes this letter for today, Paul is sitting in prison. And when he sits in prison, he says, you know what, Christians, don't worry. It's all going to be okay. My life was spared. I'm going to stand trial. I don't know what's going to happen. But the two words that animate Paul's lives are the same words that animate ours. It is Jesus Christ, and we are rooted in him. Because when the gospel comes, Paul says we are given a new address change. Our old address used to be over here. It was the forgiveness Our old address used to be the dominion of darkness place. But the new address that is way over here, this is now the forgiveness of sins lane. This is what the gospel does. It's not like we're working with wet wood. The gospel comes and it changes lives and it changes each and every single one of you. This is what Jesus means for each and every single one of us and what it means to live rooted here at St. Paul Lutheran Church. My friends, I want to share one final illustration with you today that I hope pulls together all of these threads. There's a, there's a movie that is a little bit older now, but it's called A Beautiful Mind. If you've heard of this one too, more heads nodding. Again, don't look it up now, do it later. In this movie, A Beautiful Mind, it was an artistic rendition of a true story. It's about a man who is brilliant, wins the Nobel Prize, he has a beautiful mind. But in the middle of the movie, in the middle of this man's life, he goes certifiably insane and he has these unseen friends that are with him. Uh, He has this roommate who isn't really there. He has this government official who isn't really there and he sees this little girl from time to time who isn't really there and he has these, all of these unseen friends that no one can see but him. Uh, Well, the man checks himself into a hospital. He eventually gets help, and he comes out on the other end, and at the end of his life, he wins this incredible prize, this Nobel Prize. Well, the scene ends, the movie ends, the whole thing ends with someone coming to visit him, and they lean in close to the main character and say, hey, congratulations. What an incredible life you've had. But I just gotta know, he says. You know those unseen friends you had? Do you still see those people anymore? And the main character leans in and says, yeah, I just don't have to listen to them anymore. St. Paul, let me introduce you to three of my unseen friends. Here's my friend of regret. Here is my friend, often unseen, of perfectionism. 
And here is my friend that I often enjoy, but I shouldn't listen to their voice. Work, work, work. And these three friends of mine, they are constantly with me, even though you can't see them. But I have two words that change my life. And two words that change your life that even though I might see my friends, quite frankly, I don't have to listen to them anymore. It's not stop it. It's Jesus Christ. That's what it means to be rooted in him. My friends, I wish all of those problems that we talked about at the beginning of our sermon for today would evaporate and go away forever for you. But we still live on this side of glory, awaiting the day where we will stand before Christ with our robes washed white. But until then, you might have these unseen friends, but because of the gospel, you don't have to listen to their voices anymore. You're forgiven. You're freed. You're something different because you are the people rooted in Jesus. May our God always keep us mindful of this We pray in his mercy and peace both now and forevermore. Amen.